I understand that what I'm about to tell you, you probably won't believe. I mean, I'm just a random stranger on the internet. You have no real reason to trust me. However, I still suggest you listen very carefully to what I'm about to say. Because if you think this is just a made-up story for views, you're wrong. I know it sounds absurd, but you have to trust me. What I'm about to tell you could save your life. When you picture a Christmas elf, you most likely imagine a short, human-like figure with pointed ears wearing a green or red tunic, right? Something innocent that bumbles around helping Santa make toys in his workshop. Well, what if I told you these creatures were indeed real? And that they are 100% not what you're thinking of. I first became aware of their existence when I was nine. Back then, Christmas was my favorite holiday. And we would go out to Grandma's house every year, along with the rest of my family. She would make the best sugar cookies I'd ever had. And would shower me and my cousins with gifts when we were there. We were the first ones to arrive that year. And it would be a while before anyone else showed up. So I preoccupied myself sitting in the living room playing with action figures I had received the previous Christmas, while my parents just talked in the kitchen. I was enacting an intense fight scene between two characters, with one about to obliterate the other, when I noticed the movement in the front yard. I had a clear view of it from the large living room window above the couch. Against the bright snow on the ground, the moving figure stood out clearly, and from my angle it looked like an animal moving across the lawn. I dropped my toys and scrambled to the couch to get a better view almost falling on my face. But when I finally got to the window, what I saw confused me. It was a hunched figure, just barely taller than me, crawling across the yard on all fours. Whoever it was, they were dressed in a baggy dark green outfit that was slightly too big for them. I couldn't see much of the thing, but I was able to notice the fact that its skin was almost as pale as the snow it crawled on, and that it had large yellow nails, which seemed more pointed than a normal person's. I watched as it crawled out of view of the window and went into some bushes by the side of the house, barely creating any movement in them whatsoever. Me being nine, not knowing what the thing had been, I naturally went over to shove my boots on, not even bothering to put on a coat. I threw the door open and went to the spot I had seen the thing walking. There were no footprints in the snow. I glanced at the bushes the figure had crawled into, but there was nothing there I could see. I knew I had seen something crawling across the lawn. I hadn't imagined it. I was just about to approach the bushes when my mom emerged from the house, asking what I was doing without my coat on. She picked me up and carried me back inside. I told her I had seen somebody my age with green clothes on in the yard. I'm not sure what my mom thought of that, but she just laughed, brought me inside, and placed me on the table. I think Tony just saw an elf in the front yard, she said, smiling to Grandma. Oh, an elf? She said, looking at me, laughing. Did the elf say hi? I shook my head, making the connection that what I saw did in fact resemble an elf. Hey, do you want me to make some cookies before your cousins get here? Grandma asked me, smiling. Maybe if they don't eat them all, we can give some to the elf outside. I nodded enthusiastically and started to help her. To be honest, by the time my other family had arrived, I had all but forgotten about the thing I had seen through the window. In fact, if I hadn't seen it again that day, I might have been able to convince myself now that what I saw was, in fact, a figment of my childish mind. But I was not so lucky. Hey, could you take this to the garage for me, please? 
my father said, quickly handing me a newly emptied egg carton. In my grandma's house, she had a recycling bin located in her garage, right by the door. I always hated going in there as a kid. It smelled bad, it was really dark, and there were rusty tools hanging on the walls everywhere, which my childish mind could morph into horrifying beasts. This time I just opened the door and leaned in slightly, only enough to toss the carton into the bin. I could have simply set it into the can, but I decided to drop it from an unnecessarily high position instead. It missed going into the bin and clunked off the side of it, bouncing into the darker area of the garage. It was then that I heard a sound that turned all the hairs on my neck on end. It was the loud noise of chewing coming from deep inside the garage, like the sound people make when chewing on an orange, only crunchier. I froze in my tracks, just staring into the darkness where the sound was coming from. I should have called for an adult like most normal kids would have done in that situation. However, my curiosity was piqued, so I felt on the wall near the door for a few seconds until my fingers found the light switch. I flicked it on without hesitation, and what I saw horrified me. I saw where the carton had dropped in the middle of the garage floor, but a few feet away from it, in the corner, was the same figure I had witnessed before. It was still wearing that baggy green tunic, and it had its hunched back turned towards me. The sound of chewing stopped as soon as I turned the lights on, but the figure remained motionless. It was then that I noticed the two pointed ears that protruded from the sides of its head from underneath a pointed hat. I wanted to run, but I was frozen in shock as the thing slowly turned towards me. I saw a horrible face with razor-sharp yellow teeth dripping in blood and saliva. The eyes, which were almost all pupil, were different sizes, and both seemed too swollen for its head as they bulged a full inch from their sockets. I looked down at its hands and noticed the bottom half of a rat with legs still twitching. Once it registered my presence, it did something that I still vividly remember to this day. While it stood there smiling, its face split open vertically, its greasy pale skin peeling back to reveal even more pointed teeth hidden inside its face. Its face became split in four parts, each pulled back revealing a deep throat lined with even more small pointed teeth. It then dropped the rat it was holding and slowly began to crawl towards me. I screamed louder than I'd ever screamed in my life and slammed the door shut just as the elf was starting to walk on its small lanky legs. I burst into the kitchen still shouting, not even able to form actual words. All the adults in the room immediately began to comfort me asking what was wrong. I was able to put together a semi-understandable sentence about there being something scary in the garage while fighting a total panic attack. I tried to tell them exactly what I had seen, but I continued to stutter over my words, and I knew they wouldn't believe me anyways. While my mom, dad, and Aunt Sarah sat to console me, I heard the creak of the garage door opening, which sent me into a further panic. I tried to warn my family of what was coming, but I just couldn't. I was too distressed. But then, we all heard a noise that sent the adults rushing into the garage. It was the distinct sound of my grandma screaming, which was then followed by the wails of my dad. The next few hours went by in a blur of chaos, and I don't remember much of what happened. I do have this glimpse of my grandma inside the garage, her neck ripped out, 
and I remember the red and blue lights from outside as the police searched the yard. I also remember the paramedics taking my grandma's body away. I was crying the whole time, with no one being able to calm me down. Later on, my side of the story was of course written off as nothing but a tale concocted by a scared child's mind, and there was no further evidence found of what happened to my grandma, except for a message written in blood out on the snow. It said, Merry Christmas, see you next year. I tried for years to forget everything I saw that day, going to more therapists than I can count, but no matter how hard they tried, the incident never left my mind for a moment, and I find myself staying indoors every Christmas. Even the sound of Christmas songs fills me with dread, and I can't stand walking in the snow. I've done research on events similar to the one that occurred that year, and believe it or not, I've found some cases that may have been related to mine like the woman who was found torn to shreds in her car on Christmas Eve, or a man who had his legs seemingly chewed off before being bludgeoned to death on Christmas Day. All these gruesome events seem to take place around the holidays, and each of the killings have one thing in common. No fingerprints, footprints, or really traces of any kind to lead to a culprit. Nothing. I think that I'm one of the only people who's seen a Christmas elf and lived to tell about it. So I finally decided to write this event out as a warning, hoping it could possibly save somebody else during the holidays. If you see what looks like a Christmas elf in your neighborhood, run. Gather up your family and leave as fast as you can. Because I can assure you, you do not want the gifts they will bring. <laughs>